Hello, everyone, and welcome to this episode of The Board Gaming Doctor. My name is Phil, and I will be your board game doctor today. In this quick episode, I want to discuss Gloomhaven. Not much more needs to be said about this game, the formerly number one game of all time, designed by Isaac Childress back in 2017 and produced by Cephalofair, of course. It is a well-known game, very popular game, receiving lots of new additions to the to the game, you know, formerly with Jaws of the Lion, of course, and Frosthaven. And now a second edition to this game has been announced and is on Kickstarter, or recently was or will be. I, can't, I forget. <laughs> and other side projects such as the RPG game and, and what have you. So this is a very popular game. And if you aren't familiar with it, just as a quick overview, I, I like to describe it to my friends as a a kind of a D&D aside game, but less role-playing and more combat-heavy. So those who enjoy the combat aspect of D&D, this kind of follows that, but with additional rules regarding how that is done. It's primarily a kind of a, you know, light deck-building, deck-construction game as you go into a scenario. And the way, and it's basically hand management of how you take your actions and Moving around, attacking the opponents, negative you know conditions, things like that that you you see in a lot of combat-related games, uh, but with unique characters, an overarching campaign and story that you get to follow, choose your own adventure kind of style. In between battles, you can upgrade your characters, level them up, and in legacy fashion, too, boxes are opened up, new characters are revealed, and new pathways and secrets unfold. And so I haven't played too far into the actual campaign itself, but I have played it n- enough times to be now over 10 plays, and so I feel like it's time to really talk about my thoughts and feelings on Gloomhaven after 10 plays, which I consider a, a good amount of time to at least have a good initial impression about a game if you've given it enough time to do so. So Gloomhaven for me, as I've mentioned before, is kind of the game, and and, and this is my story with Gloomhaven, it may mirror yours or not, but I originally got Gloomhaven uh, when it came out digitally. I I had played it once with the board game, the physical board game version with my father-in-law one time. Played it, I thought it was interesting. I originally gave it a 7 out of 10. After one play, I thought the card play was interesting and an interesting take on D&D style combat with like initiatives and things like that. And albeit, you know, the first scenario being very tough in the original Gloomhaven. And then fast forward, I I get the digital version I play online with my friends. And I loved the digital version because it did cut down on setup time and takedown and really enforced some rules and some of the smaller combat rules that I wouldn't know about. And so I appreciated that. And that's typically how I prefer my games in a digital format. So there's at least a robot or a computer uh, controlling the rules. Then fast forward to earlier this year when another, you know, I, I started gaming group basically with some friends from work. And they're all excited. We play a couple of board games that I own. And one of them says, hey, I got Gloomhaven, the board game version of it. 
as a present and I haven't been able to pull it out. And so, okay, you know, I've played it a couple of times digitally. And so I felt a little bit more comfortable about how it plays. I'd played a few different characters until then. And, you know, and we have been playing weekly. And so we thought, okay, let's go ahead and start doing that. At the time, too, we were playing, you know, other board games as well as like Magic and um, even D&D itself. And so slowly over the last couple of months or so, my gaming group has decided to abandon <laughs> board games and abandon Magic, abandon D&D as well in favor of Gloomhaven to the point where uh, if there is even more than uh, four of us, you know, like five of us there, uh, as this game does play up to four people, the fifth person will control the monsters. <laughs> and let me tell you, I've I've done that myself, and there's not much to do except watch. And for a you know four-player game, it often takes well about an hour to set up and do the city events and you know do the in-between stuff another two to three hours to play it, and then like a half hour to, to set it or take it down. So to do kind of sit there and just watch people play Gloomhaven wasn't that exciting to me, <laughs> to say the least. And, and so I, for a while there, when I, was, when I was reaching up to 10 plays, you know, I'd gotten to, to a, a score of eight, a ranking of eight out of 10. But after a couple of times being playing this game and, and really having it drag on for like two to three hours every night. Um, it's moved back down to a seven. I think this game is very enjoyable. I think the, the card play and hand management is very unique and, or not unique, but uh, very precise. I think every, every scenario, regardless of the level, uh, if everything is scaled correctly, I feel like it always comes down near to the wire makes for an exciting night uh the you know the uh, the changes the crits that happen or or the misses or things like that really make it feel a lot of fun and there's always you know these tense moments where someone comes out with an NCs a card that would really help out in a situation plays it and they end up uh, defeating a monster when they thought they couldn't it's really exciting you know and and people who really enjoy these campaign style games with lots of combat really enjoy this game in and of itself but adding the card play and the hand management to this game too makes it a warm and welcome merger between um, i would say like more american style board gamers as well as more european style board gamers i think there's a good mesh in between you know tabletop role-playing gamers and um, hobby cardboard board players too you know board game players coming together and, and and this is a fantastic mesh between the two worlds and hence why it's so popular but for me you know the playtime is very long the time commitment to getting this played is very uh, steep and honestly my impression of it has you know been negative or somewhat negative because it's been taking time out of my personal time which is limited when I'm with my friends to play this game instead of other games that I would love to play. And so for that it's it's moved down to a 7 because it's uh I've I've heard of games described as like that one game that your friends love to play and so they all 
unanimously want to play that game more than the ones that you want to play yourself. And, you know, if, especially if you're the host and enjoy um, bringing out new games and having different experiences, if you have a big collection that you want to get through and really get some reps in, it's tough when you do have a game that is so fun uh, and so welcoming to a wider variety or wider audience of of players that it ends up being uh, a little uh you know it it ends up being a bigger presence that you'd like to have on your table and in your overall experience uh, over a time length so that's been my experience with gloomhaven Um, i will continue to play it because my friends want to and I'm excited to see where it goes and to see the additional characters that, you know, that will appear as you fulfill, you know, certain achievements and retire characters, right? I think that'll be interesting to see and see how the campaign story evolves as well as seeing, you know, different scenarios you take physically with the box, you know, you see a lot of the uh, upcoming monsters and, and things that you get to battle against. And it's, interesting to see oh like you know I, I can't wait to see what this enemy looks like and 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 to fight them in person so there's enough there to to really be intrigued about but there is a lot there and so um you know if it was like jaws of the lion maybe 15 scenarios or so in length then sure that's fine you can get through it in a couple of months or so and call it good move on i would love that and i would probably if i did play jaws of the lion at some point rate that even higher it's probably the experience that i would prefer rather than the really long experience that gloomhaven provides and you know we'll see what happens with the second edition but you know with with this game being available on steam right now but also in a couple of months on the switch you know a lot more people are going to be playing it and you know it, it, it might be a more enjoyable experience even playing solo with the digital version, you can probably hash out a session pretty quick and kind of get through the campaign faster. And so maybe that's something that I could try if I had more time to de- to devote. Uh, I do admit that, you know, other things in addition to board games, but also like playing Zelda <laughs> has been more of a priority in recent times. And so it's hard to imagine right now devoting a lot of time to Gloomhaven to getting through the material but maybe at some point and that it you know being made easier with digital adaptations so those are my overall thoughts right now on gloomhaven my diagnosis a seven out of ten i do want to end this episode though on a quick note on the latest hotness of gloomhaven buttons and bugs and so this is the official implementation of gloomholden by joe clipful which I understand was a like 18 card uh, or you know a very scant card competition to make uh, you know create a game in, in as few uh, components as possible, and it takes a it, it's a pretty clever thing I haven't played it myself but I've looked into it where you get a uh, you know like four cards or so and you can use the front and back and uh, four double sided cards and you kind of set up a, a random scenario with with some minions and you know you kind of simplify simplify and, and uh, streamline the scenario process basically uh, as you um, kind of go through the combat and, and it's a solo mode game originally but this now this official 
implementation includes a a two-player variant of it. It looks like the help with uh, Nikki Valens as well. With uh, the design, uh, Cephalofair Games, of course, I think the scenario, or the campaign at least for this, is also written by uh, Isaac Childress himself. Um, art by Mofei Wong. I think, uh, yeah, so I, I think this will be a cool way to kind of capture the essence of Gloomhaven in a shorter amount of time. Playtime is listed as 20 to 30 minutes, and if you play solo, I can see that very much being a possibility. Uh, I think I think this will be interesting. I, I'll wait and see what the uh, kind of the campaign looks like, or at least the length of it, to see if it is like a you know, kind of a longish story, not not long by any standards compared to like Gloomhaven or Frosthaven, but but something to kind of uh, add some bite to it and to make it more more than just a you know a, a passing I guess gimmick or uh, you know just a fun experience for that's good for one or two times. But if there is some some real variability and replayability to this game, I think that'll be really interesting and and awesome to see. I I can expect probably multiple factions or I should say multiple characters that you can play with, you know, with uh, different cards that you can swap in and out of your four card deck <laughs> and, and with ways to really make uh, different scenarios shine and, and have like different rooms and different um, bad people to, to fight against. And so uh, I think this has a lot of potential and it might be something that I would also prefer <laughs> playing over the original Gloomhaven uh, just as with, you know, Jaws of the Lion, I think this might be, a good way to kind of introduce yourself into Gloomhaven itself and see if it this style of you know game and you know campaign is is worth upgrading to the big box version. So I'm excited to see how this progresses. And congrats to Joe for uh, for this creation coming to official release. So that's awesome. So that'll do for this episode. Thank you for listening. Uh, I hope you have a great day, and I hope you schedule an appointment with your board game doctor real soon. Take care.